and welcome to Structured Gibberish, a podcast about whatever we found on the internet in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> <clears throat> we do a yeah. lot of prep work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a little bit, that's a little bit more in depth than that, but I mean, that, that basically sums it up. Uh, Pat, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing? I can't complain. How's how's your Stan Lee collection coming along? My Stan Lee collection, my friend, is 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 actually it's funny you put it that way. I'm already wanting more. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got so okay, so here's last update was I didn't think I was ever gonna get my Stan Lee. I still don't ever think I'm gonna get that Stan Lee. But I found a guy who is selling them in America Ooh. for about twice the price. So that's how that goes. Uh, and I bought it, and it was here within three days, and I'm very happy. Um, very quick review of what I received for my $30, or it's $28, uh, free shipping. So there's there's that. <laughs> um, I received a Stanley head. Now, the Stanley head is really good. Um, there, there's, it's very interesting. Like, I don't know how this happened, <laughs> but there is, um, another Stanley head out there with a slightly better paint job. I'm almost positive. It's the same sculpt, but the paint job is better, but they're asking like, you know, those cost around 60 bucks for just the head. Oh my God. You so could get, I, I feel like that is too you much. You could get a... Tommy Oliver White Ranger with a crappy head for that same price. <laughs> exactly. Uh, or you could get a Tommy Oliver White Ranger with a pretty okay head for 20 bucks. Exactly. <laughs> um, so he comes on the um, the very uh, well-used suit body. Mm-hmm. Um, a suit and a tie. He comes, the, the one I, the particular one I picked up was the black suit. Um, because right. for Black some, some reason, we, we made that joke last time. Yes. Yes. For, for some reason, the, uh, the blue suit version was not available from the guy who was selling them on from America. Don't know why, but, um, what, what came in the box was Stan's head on the suit body. Now the body's complete. Mm, uh, and then you said Bobby <laughs> on the Bobby. <laughs> Uh, Throw another. put another stain on the Bobby. Um, so, uh, which in and of itself is a, a, a fine figure. Mm-hmm. It's a, a fine figure. Now I want, I don't want just a fine figure. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to go all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a definitive Stanley action figure. Okay. Now, if, if you've done your research uh-huh. as I have, okay. Um, Stan Lee, you, you would be hard pressed to find, um, uh, many examples of Stan Lee wearing a tie. Mm-hmm. Stan Lee is not a tie wearer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there. exactly. I'm sure there's one or two examples out there. Um, but for the most part, Stan is a, uh, as a, an open collar button up shirt kind of fella, uh, more often than not with a sweater over it. Um, that said, I looked long and hard and if I'm wrong, please somebody tell me, I don't believe that there is a Marvel legend that is wearing a, uh, a sweater. 
a V-neck sweater over a button-up shirt. I could not find one. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not particularly gifted, uh, in the sculpting realm. I'm not the worst, but I'm not, I'm not anywhere near where I'd like to be if I'm creating this as a custom figure. So I'm trying to stick to parts that already exist. You know, I'm going to add things, um, once I settle on the hands and, and other things that I want for him, I will add, like he always wore a pinky ring on his left hand and a wedding or a, a Pinky ring on his right hand, wedding ring on his left hand. Um, so those are very simple sculpting tasks, <laughs> you know. Um, even I can do that. Um, <laughs> even, and a, even a simpleton. Even a monkey could do it. Um, but I, I have already switched his body. His body is now um, mostly the body that came with uh, a claw. So... Uh, Claw is, uh, if you if you have seen the figure, he is wearing, um, he, he's got suit pants, and then he's got kind of this, um, uh, just like a vest. You know, he's wearing a vest, and the, the collar is undone, and there's a tie, but that whole piece comes off to reveal a, just an open, and, and I, I was looking, this, uh, this body is definitely the body that they were using they were going to use on that Stanley figure that never made it. Um, they were going to make, as far as I can tell, the uh, the jacket would have been a hundred percent new, but the the rest of the figure was essentially the figure we got with with Claw. Um, and again, what you, what's nice about it is um, he has rolled up sleeves, you know. And I, I just I feel like it's very Stanley, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's obviously there's some uh, some things I have to take care of uh, the tattoos on the arms. That's Stan, to my knowledge, didn't have a lot of uh, tribal looking tattoos. Um, pretty easy, though. Yeah, that's that's not not bad. The, the thing that's troubling me the most right now is that, you know, Claw had the uh, the ability to like his arm would split apart and mm-hmm. guns would come out of it. So there's all these weird um well, that, Lines. that you lucked out there, since Stan Lee can also do that. Yeah, yes, you know it. Um, there's there's all these weird lines all over his forearm. Again, it's not something that you're going to notice for the most part. Um, I'm going to start. I, I bought some. Uh, I bought like a variety pack of sandpaper, and so I'm going to start by trying just to to sand it off. If I can't, my plan is to purchase. Um, uh, I think it was the Kingpin wave had the six armed Spider-Man. Um, and without the Kingpin piece, he goes for pretty cheap. Something about grabbing that. Cause a couple of the arms are just bare. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can easily replace his forearms from that. The hands that came on the suited body are great. I used them in place of claws hands. Um, they fit fine on there. One is kind of almost in like a writing pose, I kind of want to get like a small little pen so you can have Stanley like autographing or something. Um, I would love to get a jacket for him. I'm playing with a lot of uh, different pieces. Um, then my next step is is going to be getting um, an old man Logan and stealing his jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, again, Stan wasn't necessarily the bomber jacket wearer. But it's still in the right direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I hope you have some luck with that because I have so far not gotten my old man Logan's jacket off. 
And yeah. it's, it is for lack of trying. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I went out and bought, cause I, I also, the next, uh, the next big leap for me is going to be to paint his pants. Cause mm-hmm. Stanley very almost religiously wore khaki pants <laughs> and claws pants are, uh, like a Navy blue, which again, it doesn't not suit him. But if I get the the pants to the khaki, I, I think I'm going to like it all the more. Um, so I went and I bought paint. I bought uh, um, I bought wait, wait, I forget what they're called, but they're little uh, a little tool that'll help me pop the pins out. Um, I watched many many tutorials. Uh, I'm I'm going to start off with the uh, the hair dryer method. I'm just going to sit with a hair dryer on his knees until. Uh, the pins are pliable enough to pop out. Um, the thing that troubles me, uh, is I don't think there's a good way. I don't think you can really get the, the hips off, you know, like that joint doesn't really pop off like the, you know, the little T bar that's in the crotch. Mm. Um, you can't really get that off without breaking something. So I'm just going to have to paint it very carefully uh, and move it around to try to get all the the area. Um, and again, you know, like once this is all done, this is not going to be the kind of figure that I'll be able to sit and pose or, you know, he'll he'll be in one kind of stationary position. Um, but I see I also bought when I bought this stand, I think I told you guys, um, I also picked up a um, a Bruce Banner figure. And he was, he's also a knockoff, um, but he came out with, um, what was it? There was an Amazon um, box set, and it was like him and uh, Black Widow and Thor, somebody else, I can't remember. But uh, they... Um, the figure is not bad, except for it really doesn't look at all like Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> so, but again, I bought it specifically so I could try to uh, continue customizing this Stan Lee. So hmm. um, he's wearing the, he's got the same chest. So the same like suit uh, or rather button down shirt open. Uh, but then he's got the, the suit arms and the suit jacket. Um, so ultimately I might take this one apart and repaint it, uh, and give me a, like a jacketed stand. Maybe I could sand these lapels off and then make this look more like a, like a windbreaker jacket. Cause that's really, you know, Stan would wear kind of a, just a regular old, old man jacket <laughs> a lot, <laughs> him being an old man and all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I don't know so, so far, cause I have not done a real custom figure really ever. Uh, I've done a couple of customs where it's like, you know, I made me, <laughs> um, uh, and, and that I think I've got that in a drawer here. Yeah. Like yeah. right next to me. You, you probably do. Probably do. I've, I've made a me, I've made a Brian, mm-hmm. um, happy with how those turned out. Um, as long as I don't look at them, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a key. But um, but all in all, to be honest, the suit body is pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I, well, you have one because you have Professor X, right? Did you ever get your Professor X or is that a uh, still sitting loop? in the pile of loot? So same body, 
Um, what I really like about it, and I didn't know this uh, on Professor X, the tie is actually poseable. Oh, yeah? Um, How many points of articulation does it have? Just, just the one, but it, it is to great effect. <laughs> can, you, can you do a Dilbert with it? Yeah, I, what is a Dilbert? Oh, where the tie... I don't know Dilbert very well. The, the tie curls up at the end. No, no, I wouldn't say that. I mean, you probably could. If you hit it with some heat, it might stay. Um, but the, uh, you know, turning it to the side or something makes it look like he's falling or running or something, you know, uh, it's, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good effect. And the, the jacket material is pliable enough. You can kind of play with it, um, again, to give you kind of a ruffle or at least like a, a ruffalo running, falling kind of a thing. Um, I will say this. What's interesting is, again, you know, we're looking at, at these as uh, knockoffs and whatnot. The uh, the Mark Ruffalo Hulk, um, the leg plastic is very, very pliable, like mm. too much. Um, mm. Whereas the, the suit body. The Professor X? Uh, no, no, no. The Professor X, he's he's good. This is okay. the knockoff Mark Ruffalo. Oh, OK, OK. Um, like his it's like the knees are made of jelly. Like they they wiggle so all about. That's why I thought you were talking uh, about Professor X. I, I, I can see that. Uh, but whereas the suit body that came with Stan is very nice. It's like I aside from the fact that I don't think like looking at the the official body um, there. I don't. That's so funny that they would do that. So on. The claw body that I have Stan on now, which is an official, you know, I purchased a Marvel Legend from Walgreens and switched parts out from it. Um, there, There is no detail on the leg that would indicate which leg it is. But on both of the knockoffs, the suited one and the, uh, the Mark Ruffalo one, have little R's and L's by the kneecaps. So you can tell which piece should go with which piece, which is very interesting. Again, like, I don't know why they would like that. See, that seems like more work. Mm-hmm. They, they went ahead and put that on there so their their workers wouldn't screw it up to whereas actual Marvel Legends don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, I don't know. It's a, that's an interesting little little tidbit, I suppose. Um, but again, all in all, the the other weird thing, this is. I, I'm sure this is just very specific to this one figure, but the uh, the claw head is very small. <laughs> when, when I uh, attached it to the the suit body, it looks very disproportionate. <laughs> uh, but on the the claw body, he looks fine. Hmm. So that's uh, that's that a weird. Strange. So, uh, but yeah, like holding him up next to Stan or Mark Ruffalo head. He is way too small. And he had pulled up next to Professor X. Just gave him a very, very tiny head. But this has definitely got that uh, that print face technology. It's very cool. Like this likeness of Andy Serkis is, is pretty dead on. And it's got all his tattoos and he's all busted up and bleeding and stuff. It's it, This is a very nice looking figure. It's, uh, it's a shame I don't care. <laughs> and I just want it for its parts. I actually, uh, I tell you what's, what's my next, uh, uh, custom that I have brewing in the back of my head. I want to get another claw 
and then find the J. Jonah Jameson head oh boy. from uh, from the chameleon because it's perfect. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Claw's got the only – I'll probably paint the tie. The tie is blue right now. Uh, I'll probably paint it red. <laughs> but it's got, like, the collar's undone. The tie's undone. It's just kind of tucked into the vest. Uh, the sleeves are rolled up. And it's, it's just like this – it's perfect. I, I don't have to change the color or anything. It's a blue suit. It, this is how I've always imagined J. Jonah Jameson. I just need to get a hold of that J. Jonah head. Uh, you think someone's got just the head on eBay or something? You know, I've been trying. I've been trying to look. The chameleon goes for a fuck ton of money right now. Why is that? Um, I think because you can make a J. Jonah Jameson figure out of it. Hmm. Um, so that, it's, that's weird it's that that's the driving hard. force, but. Well, I can't see any other reason, to be honest. The chameleon's not that popular of a character. Maybe he he came with some other heads, too, I think. So maybe it's because you could make him like three different characters and it could be, you know, the chameleon pretending or it's just like I think he came with like a hammerhead head, (laughs) Um, a J. Jonah Jameson head and a chameleon head. So it's really it could actually be any of those three figures. Um, but anyway, I've got, now that I've got shit piling up (laughs) of parts that I'm not using for anything, I might, uh, just put it out there on the internet and say, Hey, I'll give you this Mark Ruffalo. If you give me that, (laughs) I'll give you all of my spare pieces. If you give me your best piece. That's, that's how it goes, man. That's how it goes. Do you know how many build a figure pieces I have that I'm never going to build the figure to? I have uh, I, I easily have 30 pieces sitting right here on my desk. And you can't build a single person. Nope. Nope. I've got just... Can you build like a like a Frankenstein person. Um probably not. I don't know that I have enough. Like I feel like I only have one arm <laughs> and no heads. No, that's not true. I got one head. I just got him with Professor X because I'm not gonna ever do that uh anyway it's weird the whole the whole process is weird it used to be so nice remember when marvel legends were seven dollars mm-hmm. and and you'd be like all right i want a sentinel you got it buddy 35 dollars later you have a sentinel <laughs> even if you didn't want the other figures it still made it so worth it now it's like well it's 150 dollars if you buy all the characters and we specifically made sure to include characters you don't want. Why? Because no one wants them. <laughs> we only put them in there so you would have to buy them so you could collect these Build-A-Figure pieces. I don't know why. It would make us the same amount of money if we gave you a figure you did want. But we're going to make this awful figure anyway. Here you go. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Did you see the the Kingpin build a figure? Uh, yeah. Oh, so good. It was so it was it was substantial. Good. I want that one bad, but not bad enough to spend the money buying all the pieces because I don't want most of them. So there you go. There you have it. All right, you got that out of your hey, system now, Stanley. It's uh, it is it is actually it's a genuine pleasure to pose. I, I just like. Pose him sitting casually around the house. <laughs> My favorite pose is uh, I, I usually uh, have him sit on uh, on an, the edge of a of a bookcase or something with one 
one foot on the uh, the knee and his hand kind of placed next to him like, you know, hey, buddy, you want to come sit down and talk? <laughs> I don't, though, because he's just a toy. That'd be weird. But he he's always there for me. Okay. If ever I have that psychotic breakdown, he's there for me. So uh, moving on. Uh-huh. Speaking of psychotic breakdowns, <laughs> uh, I wanted to mention this at the beginning, and I completely forgot about it because I was so excited to get to the Stan Lee topic. <laughs> this is going to be the last episode of this show for a while because we are going to embark on what is probably a bad idea. <laughs> this summer, we are going to review all the X-Men movies. All of them. All of them. There's 11 of them that are out on home VHS right now. And two, one or two, still coming in the theaters. Uh, and uh, yeah, so... Potentially two, one or two. Yeah. D Dark Phoenix may actually be out on video by the time we're done reviewing all these movies. New Mutants might still be scheduled to be showing in a theater by then um that also might not be no True. one knows no one knows that, that movie may never come out so uh yeah we're gonna do 11 movies i'm gonna read them all to you now because it's uh starts out pretty exciting and then it kind of kind of tapers off there and again i want to stress that i i don't know why we're doing this <laughs> when, I, when i when i first thought of it i was like that's gonna be awesome because i haven't seen a lot of those movies in a long time some of them I, was, I haven't seen at all then as i was looking at the list i was like oh yeah that's there's a reason i haven't seen a lot of these in a long time <laughs> x-men x2 the only movie to just be you know like not have x-men or a name or anything in it just x2 uh-huh uh, -huh. uh x-men the last stand Ironically, not The Last Stand. <laughs> X-Men Origins Wolverine, the first entry in the X-Men Origins series. Also the last <sighs> entry in the X-Men Origins series. Yeah. X-Men First Class, The Wolverine, X-Men Days of Future Past, Deadpool, X-Men Apocalypse, Logan, and Deadpool 2. And that's the order we're going to go in. And... May God have mercy on our souls. That's <laughs> about it. That's about it. There's there's a lot of things to like in all of these movies. There's a lot of things to hate in a lot of these movies. Um, we're gonna. I think we're gonna give them a fair shake. There's gonna be a, a, a good dose of nostalgia. I think in a lot of these. Yeah, and, I, I I mean, you gotta we gotta remember these X Men kicked off. Now, you know, don't don't hate at me about Blade. X Men kicked off the the idea of superhero blockbusters yeah i don't think we would have avengers if x-men had not been right. successful absolutely absolutely which is why we're doing this um, to commemorate the end of the line because it's going to it, it went to disney and right. uh that's it for for better or for worse this line of x-men films is done after mm. one or two more movies I'm I'm excited for these for doing these primarily because I want I want to spend some time discussing with you. I don't want to get into it right now, but I want mm -hmm. to discuss with you whether or not 
it is Toad's mutant power to jump on top of people and flatten them into pancakes. <laughs> okay, I'm excited to find that out myself. Um, also, I can't wait to find out what happens to Toad's when they're struck by lightning. Could be anything. Very excited about that. It could, it could be anything. We're literally, we don't know. <laughs> I wait with bated breath. Um, so, yeah, look forward to that. Um I, I can't say that there won't be a point in time in this that I won't say, like, we need to take a break and do a real episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But for the most um, but part. for the most part, yeah. yeah this is going to be uh, uh, Tune in to Special Edition, the other right. podcast. So. Find it on our website, structuredjibcast.com, uh, and then it's it's on there. Just click the links. I know what we, we should do after that was we should do the animated series. Just as good. a whole, we should just sit and watch the entirety of the animated series and then then review it. And I am fine with that. <laughs> I don't I don't <laughs> want to do an episode by episode review. No, 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 no. <laughs> that would take a while, but I think uh, I'd, I'd be fine. That's a whole. Now. That's a whole podcast. That that's a whole type of podcast. The so we we don't need that in our lives. How would that even go? It's like there's so much in a five season show. I guess we would just say it's it averages out to be pretty good. Right. All right. Well, there we go, Pat. I just reviewed the whole. <laughs> we, we just we did. We did it. Good job, everybody. Well done. You were here. You heard it first. Um. Anyway, <clears throat> I, I think this is going to be um, a fun and pointless journey. Yeah, you know, I, I always said that when and when I say I always said, I mean, for the last like year or so. Following various people on Twitter and the, the like cesspool of discussion that it's become, I've I finally narrowed it down to there's only two types of people on Twitter. The kind of person who thinks that Magneto was right and the kind of person who thinks that the Friends of Humanity was right. That's it. Interesting. Interesting. That is that is a very interesting takeaway. I like that. No one uh, no one thinks uh, Professor X was right he's actually kind of an <laughs> asshole on the show my watch has stopped <laughs> my favorite it's been magnetized <laughs> you know it's it's amazing how so much of that show was so well written and then some of it was was not well some pretty bad stuff yeah, but some of the bad stuff is the good stuff. You like, know what's well, the best? I was, I was, go ahead. Anytime Rogue is quipping, Rogue <laughs> quipping was the best. Rogue quipping is awesome. I love, uh, I love Wolverine. Wolverine is so intense um, that you just you you can't. He had some sometimes good lines too. he's he had so intense that you you can't uh, take him seriously. I I will never tire of uh, of saying this one's for you, Marv. Oh. Or tell Cyclops I made a, him a convertible. Yeah, and it's... the ever popular Gene. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how the show that like in its third season when they started getting into like Phoenix stuff and everything, they were uh -huh. really like, we can't show death. No one can die. But like the whole show kicked off. Like that was the whole purpose of the first episode right. was they invented right. a character to kill him. 
But to be fair, he wasn't dead. Yeah, but we didn't know that for like over a year. I'll tell you what, man, that is the Marvel legend I need. Yeah, why don't they do that? Well, you know what, Pat? Good news. All of them are morph. (laughs) No, 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 no. I need I need a morph. He's got to be wearing a leather X-Men jacket. He's got to come with evil morph face, regular morph face. (laughs) And a Wolverine head for no reason. (laughs) All right, let's move along. X-Men. Moving right along. It's uh, it's coming your way. Get it? That's from the yeah, part of the X-Men. Yes. Okay. All right. Star Trek Pickard. John Luke Pickard. Pickard? He's got his own TV show coming up for some reason. And uh, <laughs> when I first heard about it, I was super excited because I was like, all right, what's Picard been up to? And they put out a teaser trailer. And the teaser trailer implies that he went on a rescue mission with an armada. And it was amazingly successful, except for something extremely bad happened. And yep. he left Starfleet to work in the Picard Vineyard, uh, presumably in France. Probably. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm hoping didn't happen. But what is probably increasingly, the more I think about it, what probably happened. Uh, I was really hoping this show was going to give us an excuse to see a lot of next gen people you know, be like, hey, we're here too. Yeah, but but I'm really worried now uh-huh, <laughs> that I am too. the opening sequence is going to be Data going, oh shit, and everything just blowing up. Mm-hmm. And the, the, like the last thing that like Riker does is like throw Picard in a <laughs> shuttle and get him off and everybody dies. That's, uh, that is my fear as well, that it's like, yeah, I. We, they succeeded in their rescue mission, but the Enterprise was lost. Right. And uh, and that's and that's that. Although, you know, Picard's an admiral now. Right. He was not an admiral you know, the last time we saw him. Um, we the uh, the, so this is this is really kind of an, an interesting continuity because in the Kelvin timeline, which is the J.J. Abrams movies. Uh, that's officially called the Kelvin timeline now. Um, it was established f- through the tie-in comic series that Picard uh, did not ever become an admiral. He became a Federation ambassador. And that is debatable canon because it's just a tie-in comic. But this show is going to apparently uh, like just that's not true. I mean, these are the same people who are making discovery which is actively yeah. making I've, continuity hard i've got three more episodes of discovery to get through and i have been uh composing a tweet storm in my head the entire time and i have i have thoughts pat let me tell you listen pat listen i'm i'm here i'm here for you buddy i have strong feelings about star trek okay. yes i know I have strong feelings. I uh, complained a lot. I, when when the ship was first revealed, when the uniforms were first revealed, I think I had like a fifty-eight tweet rant about the uniforms. Uh, I, uh, I, I'm having a really hard time rectifying a lot of things on this show, and I'm afraid that they're doing a thing where they're like, "Yeah, it's crazy different," but don't worry. In the end of the series, we're going to tie it all up nice. And that really kind of pisses me off because 
if they want to go off and do crazy wacky things that aren't like the because it's set at the same time as the original series right if they want to be so different than the original series why didn't they just put the show at a different time right i don't know why listen man you're preaching you're preaching to the choir i (laughs) I feel the same thing i'm the part of me is excited about the picard show specifically because i know there can be no continuity blips in a show that is happening (laughs) in the future like there, it's somewhere around like 2010. I feel we we rolled into like up. Oh, it's Star Trek original series nostalgia time. Uh huh. And ever since then, like the official the official logo of Star Trek as a franchise switched back to the original series logo. Like everything just went full on original series. That's Star Trek. This is what we're doing. And like Enterprise was set during before the original series, and that bothered me. And uh, Discovery See, is that, to... that one doesn't bother me so much because I felt like, and maybe I'm wrong because I didn't watch it too much. I watched a couple episodes here and there. But that one, <laughs> that one, was, wasn't it set far enough back in time where it didn't mess too much up, I felt? It was set before the birth of the Federation. So it was... It was well, you know, right. it was, it was very, so, I mean, I, I, I like the idea of that because I like Star Trek, you know, you, you know, I'm more of a Star War than a Star Trek, but I still like Star Trek. Well, uh, so the, the problem with Enterprise was on the other shows, they had very specifically referenced on several occasions, the number of ships named Enterprise. And then they're just like, uh, oh, and also here's another one you've, that we always forgot to mention. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a hard pill to swallow i get mm-hmm. you get you right, but yeah like i said i i'm 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 well on board with what you're saying i always said like why why well like like they did early on in comic book movies it's like why are you gonna take the good name of you know wolverine and and make him well that's a bad example because they did fine with him but you know what i mean like why why would you take this and make it so different than the source material why didn't you just make something else up and i think we all know the answer to that and it's 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 about money yeah because nobody's gonna buy sci-fi that has zero connection nobody's gonna want to watch your show if there's no way that it can somehow cross over and have triples in it there's Mm -hmm. just no way you know but like the next generation era there's way more episodes of that uh-huh. than there is of the original series era like it's it is also a rich playground to play in and they made and they'll get there soon they made, and you'll be mad too <laughs> they made like what they had their big comeback with the next generation and then they were just like all right, now we're going to make two shows that have nothing to do with anybody you've ever seen in on different ships that aren't Enterprise, and they were both successful and good for the most part. And and then they, you know, Discovery would be, and I, I'd be totally fine with Discovery um, even updating the look of things to be a little bit, you know, just for modern, like, filmmaking and everything, because the, the original Enterprise is on the show and the original uniforms are on the show. It, it turns out that the Enterprise just has different uniforms than discovery or i guess uh-huh. the rest of the starfleet or something but and they just <laughs> up, they just updated the look of things 
a little bit, and I'm right. I'm fine with that. But they're they're messing with continuity that is like mind-bogglingly nonsensical in areas. In it. Yep. Well, I mean, isn't Spock on the show? Spock is on the show. He doesn't act like Spock. Well, I mean, he's also got a beard. Right. That's. I mean, <laughs> that I I can definitely get behind that driving me crazy. You know. Yep. Uh, I have to remind myself every so often that this is like supposed to be just a ever so slightly younger version of Leonard Nimoy Spock and not like J.J. Abrams Spock, which I can like the J.J. Abrams movies. I can get behind the characters acting differently because they're different. Right. They're young. They're different, different paths, whatnot, you know. And this is Uh, these are supposed to be the same characters. And it's when they act that completely different. uh, It's off putting. For sure. For sure. Anyway, Picard looks good, I guess. From, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of looking a little, Picard a little rough around the good. edges. Picard we'll see. is, but. Well, and I think that's really interesting, too, because um, I was telling you before the show, um, fans, <laughs> um, they, I, I was watching um, Patrick Stewart talk about, his, you know, he, he gave the official reveal on stage at some convention. Um, and I was I was thinking to myself while watching it, he looks really good, you know, like he does not look very weathered and aged and whatnot. I think I part think... of the part of the problem was when he in 1987, when he debuted on Star Trek, he was already looking a little bit old. Well, sure. He was already bald and gray. Yeah. It was it's the Steve Martin syndrome. Exactly. You know, if Steve Martin dyed his eyebrows, he would still look exactly the same as he always did. Um, but yeah, he, you know, Patrick Stewart looks really good, but I think that part of this show is trying to, to push he's old and weathered and, Mm -hmm. you know, tired and beaten down. And so I think that that's playing into what we're getting here. You know, we're, we're seeing, um, we're, we're, well, I mean, for like the 10 seconds of footage that we've seen, we're seeing a a a Picard beaten down by by time by yeah. his failings and uh, and whatnot. Um, so he's not supposed to look spry, <laughs> you know. I think that, like I said, I you know, I mean, we saw him uh, and we will soon again see him in Logan, um, and, and he looked terrible. You know, it was like, oh, God, he's, he looks so old and frail and fragile. And what what is is Patrick Stewart? OK, and it's <laughs> no, like, it no, actually, it a he's, movie. right. He's he's fine. It's all just it's just movies, <laughs> you know, um, but it's it's interesting because, again, we are at that point in Patrick Stewart's real life where he is actually getting old uh but he is playing himself or his characters older <laughs> so it's it's not that big of a of a stretch for us to feel like he's he's getting up there but he's 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 better than than we think he is i think i wonder how much of this show they're gonna pull um inspiration from uh the last episode of the series where he was jumping between three uh-huh. different time periods because of Q and there, the future one was always described as a potential future. And it, it immediately was like nullified by Star Trek generations. But um, I wonder how much like just inspiration they're going to pull from that, uh, 
that world where he he retired from Starfleet as an ambassador, I believe, and uh, went to work on the the right. w- the vineyard. I mean, it sure seems like they're pulling plenty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the very least, they're making it. Uh, they're they're trying to. Um, uh, the imagery is the same. Yeah, they're right. trying to drudge up that imagery. I wonder if he's going to have his eromotic syndrome that they talked about over and over again in that episode. <laughs> I don't know. I we'll, memorized all the we'll episodes. We'll find so. out. We'll find out, won't we? We will. So, what do you think if J.J. Uh, Abrams does a next generation movie? I mean, to be honest, who would, who I, would play Picard? Oh God, I can't. Nobody. I, here, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw <laughs> something out. This is this is just based entirely on, um, like. The, uh, the casting for the the first movies, okay, and I, I want to kind of fit with how well they cast the people based on the people they were supposed to be playing. But here's who I think should play Picard. Ready? James McAvoy. Pitbull. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, <laughs> obviously, one of the Chris's. James McAvoy would actually be an ironic choice, and they, he'd probably have hair the whole time just to make me angry. Yes, yes. James McAvoy is forever now <laughs> the guy who has to pick up where Patrick Stewart left off. Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> 20 years from now, they're going to be doing like a sequel to this Picard show, and it's just going to be James McAvoy <laughs> yep. being yep. old. All right, moving on to... Ooh. Did you hear that? I don't know if you could hear uh, that. Yes, yes, uh, yes, you could. That was a good one. That was. Wow, we're, we're, we're getting a start. I thought a few minutes ago I, it sounded like the rain was picking up. Um, yeah, there's I some, think, there's some fun. I think it's up. moved on from me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check my, my weather report. Well, I guess I should probably see if I got a tornado, seeing how there's 50 tornadoes every day around here. Anyway, speaking of uh, shitstorms. Uh, no, it's just rain over here. Looks like just rain. Masters of the Universe movie. Uh, uh-huh. That's, oh man, the storm is huge. Good, good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Pat, short episode today. <laughs> <clears throat> Maybe man, shorter okay, than well, we think. If, uh, if this episode ends abruptly, um. Y'all uh, know why. Yeah. Anyway, Masters of the Universe movie. We're all super excited about it because we know there's no way this could be bad. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's got a release date, 20, uh, 20, uh, 2021 something. Yep, 2021. There we go. Okay, the page wasn't loading. March, March 5th, right in time for my birth, right in time to ruin my birthday. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's going to be like Green Lantern all over again. Yes, sirree. Um, yeah. Noah Centineo. Um, I don't know if we talked about this on the show. I think we did. He's, I think we maybe He-Man. did briefly. He, yeah. he is he is attached to play He-Man. Um, he is a not very buff. Um, or maybe he's buff, but he's not muscly. I don't know. Well, I haven't looked at the kid's body. It doesn't matter because He-Man's going to uh, be all CGI anyway. So. Right. Yeah, you know. You know how that is. Uh, but he is a, a dark haired <laughs> uh, Italian boy. Now, I will say, though, if they slap <laughs> a blonde. He's a man. He's a man. He's a man. Come here, Attila. Oh, no, no, no. It's not a harassment. 
Uh, there were he's, a, he's a stereotype. No. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, what are you getting at here? Dolph Lundgren? <laughs> yes, Dolph. Um, I, I think if you slap a blonde wig on the kid, I mean, he's got the eyebrows to play, <laughs> to play man. That's uh, that's about all I can say so far. Um, the, re- the reason I threw this in, in the notes, because um, there's really not a whole lot to talk about here, but I threw this in because... Every time I hear more news about this movie, I am surprised that it hasn't been canceled because I like, you know, like this comes out and then I just kind of assume that it's just going to quietly be canceled. And mm-hmm. then, well, it's then this, some more news. And I'm like, oh, I guess I guess they're serious. This is the first time we've had a per- person attached to play a character for sure. Yeah. In in like the 15 years that they've been promising us this movie. We have a release date and we have a main character. I don't think anybody is super happy with the main character, fan wise. You know, I'm sure he's very happy that he's, you know, got a paycheck coming. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, mean, I, I, honestly, I do like to go ahead. The, the, the person who plays He-Man, like the, just the choice of the actor to play He-Man is probably not going to be the thing that makes or breaks this movie. Yes, I agree. I agree. And again, you know, this this ever ever since the days of Heath Ledger being Joker, I don't like to make snap decisions. This kid could be working his ass off. I mean, look, look at Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. That's a good. And point. then Chris Pratt in as Star Lord. Mm-hmm. Dude lost like sixty pounds and then put it all back in solid muscle. So I mean, this kid is is not chubs <laughs> so there's no reason he can't bulk himself up and if he can't bulk himself up all the way that's what cg's for that's that's just how it goes that's, that's what muscle suits uh, are for right i mean do you, uh, do you think that they're actually going to do this movie like you know just on eternia the whole time or do you think they're going to try and do like an earth thing again i am almost positive at this stage of the game we don't have to come to earth okay good. um with with the again with thankfully with the uh the birth of guardians of the galaxy they gave us a lot to go with here they they gave us a story that takes place almost completely in space that mm-hmm. has you know i mean we had we we got the loose thread you know but all they got to do is, you know, we can we can have this uh, virtually the same opening, just with Queen Merlena. She's from Earth. It's that's canon, mm-hmm. you know. He Man's mom is an Earthling. That's all you need, you know. Uh, and then at the very end of the movie, makes some like, I wonder if we still have family on Earth. You know, something. I don't care. You know, um, I, but, this is like, um, in a, in a way, I view Masters of the Universe. Um, in a live action sense, the same way that I, I kind of think about um, the way they marry like fantasy and technology and stuff in like some Power Rangers and Sentai series yeah. to the point where it's just like, you know, what, don't worry about it. It's fine. This is just how it is here. Like like the right. The show that became Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Jew Ranger, is the actual story is the five characters are like ancient members of a human tribe from dinosaur times 
and they wear like fanciful outfits <clears throat> when they're not morphed. Uh, but also they pilot giant robot dinosaurs. So like you do. Sure. Right. And that's actually something I would totally watch in a masters of the universe movie. Well, and again, like, you know, um, I heard in several, actually several reviews of Aquaman and the ridiculousness. I still haven't watched that movie, but we'll, we'll the, get to that when we get to the summer of Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the ridiculousness <clears throat> of, of the way, you know, just the big battles happened and people, several different reviewers, uh, were like, it's, this is, this is how it would be like to watch a He-Man movie. Big, yeah. big muscly guys fighting big crab people. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> you know, they're not I mean, wrong. It, the, right. It's... Aquaman was a gorgeous looking movie. It had mm-hmm. some plot issues. Uh, well, don't they all though? But yeah, like the, they're exactly right. Like the battle scenes were extremely fanciful with just like random gigantic sea creatures showing up at various different times. And right. Um, and I honestly, I thought the giant battles were pretty cool because the, the visuals look pretty cool. What I didn't appreciate, quick review of Aquaman, did not appreciate how Black Manta just kind of randomly shows up, gets his ass beaten, and then just leaves the movie. <laughs> which, is a thing, which is a thing that happens. I, I heard that. That is uh, a fairly common complaint, I hear. Yeah. So he gets like punched um, out of the movie. Listen, he just, he got Boba Fetted. That's all. <laughs> Yeah. He seemed like a really cool character, and then he showed up, did nothing, and then they, leaves. There was a lot of setup for his character, too. Like, the whole, like, it, you feel in the beginning of the movie, like, he's definitely the main bad guy of the whole movie. Uh-huh. By the way they're setting him up, and then he's just like, oh, I got defeated, I will leave. <laughs> and then there's, like, another hour of movie or something. Yeah, anyway, Masters of the Universe. We're definitely going to go see that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, no matter I, here's what, the, no matter right. what, the thing about it is I, I, I don't know. After Endgame, anything is possible. I never thought in my wildest nerd dreams that we would get to see a spectacle like we saw in Endgame. Mm. Never, never could I have, have dreamt such a thing would, would happen in my lifetime. Um. Which is weird to say, <laughs> but uh, but it's true, you know. Like I, I I would never have guessed that we would have been able to witness uh, because again, you know, you think about it, like we're we're talking about how we're going back to, um, you know, X Men, you know, back then there's no world <laughs> that that would say, yep, this we're going to be seeing all of the Avengers and Spider-Man and fucking Howard the Duck all fighting Thanos. There's no way. There's no way that could happen. And yet here we are. You know, the funny thing is, is like, we feel like the the comic book uh, movie industry has, has gotten to a place where they know the patterns, they know the themes, they know the... Uh, the formula basically like they they get it right they know what to do but then i think of movies like venom and the like half the dc movies and i'm like there's still quite a lot of people out there even power rangers which is a movie i like but not because of the power rangers parts of it right right. um the there's still people out there transformers there's people out there that don't understand how to adapt one of these properties and it's for sure it, it could still go sideways 
Oh, absent. Yeah, don't don't take my 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 hope for, for idiocy. I I know it can, and I fear it probably will get fucked up. Especially because it's not like this is in the hands of Marvel or something. This is in the hands of Sony. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sony does not have a great track record, Venom, with making good decisions on properties like this. And again, the the problem is, is that I feel like, especially because Mattel, I'm sure, is going to be involved in this. And for whatever reason, even though Mattel is the, the mama to this franchise, they don't know what to do with it. Yeah, They've they're... never, you know, from from the get-go, they, they had something that they couldn't fully understand why it was good, you know? Mm-hmm. And because of that, it fell. You know, they were like, well, they, we just keep pumping out this shit. And the kids were like, give me fucking He-Man and Skeletor. <laughs> and then they had a second shot at it, and they went completely the other way. And they were like, here, kids, nothing but He-Man and Skeletor. And kids are like, well, fuck you. I want the other characters. Why is this difficult for you? Give us an assortment. <laughs> yes. And they're like, no, no, this is madness. I We have we have argued this to death on this podcast. Oh, yeah. This This could have been like if you were to sum up the entire podcast run, that would be the theme. <laughs> is The theme is... Mattel does not understand how to run a toy business. Yeah. yeah. And so. uh, I mean, like I think of like Hasbro and the Transformers movies aren't good, but like Hasbro created in it like two entire studios so that they could have full control over this and everything is at least they had like some foresight to be like, if we're going to have a, if we're going to have a pile of crap, it's going to be ours. <laughs> right. This is going to be our pile of crap. You sons of bitches. But yeah, it's, you know. I already said it. Whatever, man. I'm excited. Final final thought, Pat. Go ahead. I'm excited to be disappointed by this movie. (laughs) 2021. Woo. When it comes to disappointing, He-Man movies never disappoint. (laughs) Pat, are you or are you not going to try to build a model kit? I'm I'm basing my question I, off of this note that says you're going to. I'm going to try. Um, I I recently finished a couple of commissions. I have a little bit of extra spending cash, and I have decided to try to make the best of this and buy the Bandai uh, Star Wars one twelfth scale model kits mm-hmm. of C three PO and R two D two. Uh, I do this mostly because uh, I've been collecting uh, just a few of the figure arts. Um, and now I, I have on order Luke and I have, I've discussed at length Han and Chewie and Leia. And uh, I feel like to round that out, I, w- I would like a nice 3PO and R2. And I think I feel like I'm, I'm pretty good at that point. If I get like a Vader or something later, maybe, but this is a good choice too, um, because these are, it says that, um, that these are like Gunpla, which is Gundam, I guess, plastic. Sure. Um, yeah. which is the model kits that I've put together. So I've done two of oh, those. Okay. Okay. That, and those are, um, very cool. And, uh, so, and the, the power ranger, uh, or Sentai, 
uh, super mini plaz that I have are the same thing. So nice. um, I think you will find these to be very cool. And they come with a ridiculous amount of accessories. And yeah, that's what I'm really excited about. <laughs> it says it's pre-colored plastic, which means you probably if it's like, well, if it's like all the ones that I've gotten, the the majority of the detail will be on like stickers that you have to put on. Um, now, but then there will I've also be pre-colored plastics to come, <clears throat> to get the majority of the stuff. Sometimes, from what there, I've sometimes seen there's a little the, uh, Right. The like obviously for the most part, these characters are not decal heavy. You know what I mean? Well, it doesn't I'm, look like C3PO is. He he looks like he's mostly just painted. And I'm almost positive, like the only things that would worry me are like his his little wiry tummy area. Mm-hmm. And from everything that I've seen, I've watched a couple of people put these together. Um, it would seem that he that is a painted piece. Okay. You know, I, I don't have to <clears throat> apply anything to that. It's entirely um, possible that they are fully painted pieces. I mean, I can't imagine that they're going to have you apply all that chrome gold somehow. Well, the, yeah. yeah, the the chrome gold is again. I've, I've from the the pictures I've seen the gold. The vacuumized metal gold is on the plastic already, you know, so that that is 100 percent ready to go. Now, I can't tell you from these models, the ones that they're showing here, these show weathering, Mm -hmm. uh, which I don't believe is actually a part of the the model kit that I've seen. Um, And like this, this one seems to have been enhanced, I would say, like I I believe um, when I was looking at them. The, like you can see, they show the palms of the hands and they're like little gold um, detailing on the palms. I don't think that's there. I think you get a black hand mm. and uh, and you could easily add that detailing in later if you'd like. I probably will not, given that they are the palms of his hands. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> uh, but again, for the most part, because that's I, that was one of the things I, I wanted to watch a a couple tutorials on to make sure that I wasn't going to get some blank piece of plastic. They're like it could look good if you're good at this th- sort of thing, <laughs> because I'm not necessarily good at this sort of thing. I don't I don't actually uh, I don't like I said I, I said earlier I don't do a lot of customizing. Um, try as I might, um, I, I I don't do successful customizing for sure um i the the few attempts i've made thus far other than part switching have not gone super well um and i usually end up with half finished product but again this stuff is made to be put together it's made to be you know an easy quote-unquote model kit um and again, I see. I saw a guy take all the shit out of the box and put it together, and it looked really good. Like I watched him put it together, so I didn't add paint detail later. <laughs> um, so that that gives me enough hope that I'll be able to to put these together in a in a configuration that is at least uh, as good, if not better, than a Star Wars black figure. Mm-hmm. Um, because. One of the reasons I really like this is the vacuumized metal. No other six-inch scale C-3PO aside from Figuarts has the full shiny metal. Like all like the black series are like a copper color, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's not what 3PO looks like. 
this is what 3PO looks like. So if I'm going to do this, I'm, I'm going to do it right, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks um, pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, they come with so much stuff. Um, 3PO comes with, like, three different head configurations. It can have the dent. It cannot have the dent. It can uh, have the eye hanging out. Uh, the chest is, you know, you can have the chest with the restraining bolt or without the restraining bolt. And he has, a, he has like two sets of hands that I, for the life of me, cannot tell the difference between. It might just be, we think you might fuck these up, so we gave you an extra set. Um, and then R2 comes with a ton of different attachments, you know, like you can have them popping out of places and whatnot. <laughs> the um, hands, hold on, wait. The hands are his the two poses that his hands can do fingers out or fingers slightly <laughs> curled. That's, that's literally the difference between them. That's, 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 yep. Now that, now that you say that, that is pretty accurate. Mm -hmm. Fingers straight out, fingers slightly curled. Interesting that they would go the extra mile on that. <laughs> it is because you could probably get by with either one of those. Yeah, I again, I could, I, I didn't stare at these for very long, but uh, looking at these pictures a couple of times, I could not. And I, I remember at least one of the people while they were putting the, to get them together, be like, I don't know why there are two sets here. I guess we'll build both. <laughs> so there you go. I, I mean, like I said, I at the very least, I'm hoping that this will be some kind of fun uh, passer of time. Um, I'm really hoping it's not going to be super frustrating. <laughs> uh, when you were putting your, your Gundams together, did you get any tools? Um, I have a, uh, snips, a little snips. Yeah, I was thinking about getting some, some little snips. And then like, a um, just like a box cutting razor for yeah. trimming all the little, I don't know what those little burrs are called, the leftover crap. And right. then I end up with like a nice colorful pile of them on my, my desk. But see, I'm worried about that vacuumized metal. Like I, I'm yeah, worried about making I, that. I would be too. You know, I don't know. I think it's worth it. I'm going to give it a shot. Maybe I'm going to come back next week and go, guys, this is stupid and I hate it. <laughs> but in all honesty, I probably won't have had the time to put them together. Because I'm going to order them probably tomorrow. I'm guessing they're not even going to get in until the weekend, maybe. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, maybe I'll have them in hand. I can. Uh, I'm probably going to have a couple of things. We can do some uh, some unboxing stuff. Um, oh, but next week we're starting X Men. Never mind. You guys oh. never know. You'll never know what I got. <laughs> anyway uh i'm excited i i think it'll be fun um and at the very least it will uh i'll have tested the waters you know mm -hmm. because i've seen a couple of times uh the model kits they look really good but it's like i just don't know if i want to invest the time and effort into putting these together you know um they had a really good um han solo in the stormtrooper disguise um and that just I, again, be a you know, <laughs> well you got the extra head inside mm. for han so uh but i do remember the likeness was really good so and again not something you yourself had to paint 
which is very important to me. I don't want to have to paint things. Uh, I am not. I wish I was good at it, but I am not. So, um, yeah. Well, have you finished any of your Gundam? Um, I finished building the Zeta Gundam, uh, uh-huh. but I never finished putting the decals on it because there was a bajillion teeny tiny ones. Um, I have finished my Super Mini Plaz. Yeah. Uh, of, let me think about this, of uh, Shogun Zords, Ninja Zords, Dino Zords, and the In Space Zords, whatever there's. Astro Mega Ship and the Delta Mega Ship. Hmm. Astro Delta Awesome Ship. Yeah, they combine into the Astro Delta Megazord. Cool beans. Super cool beans. Yep. So, I think you'll... I think you'll be happy with it. Yeah. If not, if not, uh, it'll, at the very least, it'll wind up like my, oh, what the hell was that? The the dark version of the Unicorn Gundam. I forgot what Gundam that's called, which which is a very cool looking skeleton of a Gundam that is still sitting on my desk and I'm probably never going to finish it because I, well, I, I broke the unicorn horn piece. Oh, dear. And uh, that's kind of like the, like, that's the defining feature. So I just kind of give up. But it looks really cool as like a, as if you're building like a Gundam in progress, you know, it's like in a, in a construction bay looking thing. It uh-huh. looks really cool that way. So, yeah, it's kind well, of Well, that's neat. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm looking now, somebody has uh, just the box open on there so you can get a feel for, for what, what I'm in store for. Uh, very interesting. Very interesting. It does appear that there is a sticker involved on 3PO's tummy. But also you can very clearly see that there are just different colored pieces of plastic that will snap in there as well. So okay. I think it helps with like the, the dimension. Like you put the sticker on uh, to give you wires inside. And then there's also some 3D wires that clip on top. So that's kind of cool. And it does his his hands like I can see the the little inside palms of his hand stickers. Wow, that's going to be intense. um the stickers on these uh if they're like the ones that i've gotten um in the super mini plaz the stickers are very sticky like they're very good at like once you get them on there they're not coming off yeah i'm gonna need some of those glasses from ghostbusters 2 when dana was working on the fine art i've never (laughs) seen that movie um i use the uh i usually use the knife the razor to help align the stickers Uh uh-huh yeah, that's uh, it's going to be a fun project. I have put on a lot of stickers because of the repro labels on things. Yes. So yes. definitely get like a, an exacto knife or something to help put those on. Some people use tweezers, um, but I find the knife is better. And then I just put my finger on. So like the label is sandwiched between the knife and my finger. And then I can like line it up and, the, and then immediately just press it down with my finger and pull the knife out. Right. And then the blood really helps it stick. I have only cut myself like 12 times. Brian, Brian was notorious for using my multi-tool to cut open Marvel Legends and just bleed all over the car. Yeah, well, they shouldn't have put it in such difficult packaging. <laughs> yeah, yesterday, I apparently, we were opening the pool, and apparently I scraped my hand on something but didn't realize it until the, this morning when I woke up and like, my hand hurt if I closed my fist a little. And I looked down and I had like 19 cuts 
on the palm of my hand, three of them are fairly deep and infected. Wow. And I was just like, well, wish I'd seen that yesterday. <laughs> well, you know, that's uh, it's what you get. That's what you get, exactly. <laughs> it's, what you, it's what you get for having a, a nice home with a pool. Mm-hmm. It's what you get for having a hand. It, in your face. <laughs> speaking in the of, hand, I guess. <laughs> speaking of nice things in the... F- how's... Uh, how's <laughs> a terrible segue. <laughs> Captain, you've been looking for a very good uh, representation <laughs> of Endgame Captain America for some time now. I, I have, yes. Um, and I'm, I'm so happy that you brought us here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm so happy that this has come out now because I was really close to buying the two pack the the ten year two pack of Cap and um, Crossbones. Crossbones. Um, but Crossbones was was really just kind of a letdown. He was cooler before he became Crossbones, which is not a good sign for a character. <laughs> um, but uh, but anyways, I was gonna I was gonna waste my money on buying that, but now I'm going to have to waste my money on this stupid thing. Cause, uh, so let, let, let me tell you this tale okay. <laughs> before I get too wound up about this. Um, uh, basically out of nowhere, Hasbro was just like, guess what guys, Walmart exclusive and game captain America. Uh, I don't know if it's the official title for him, but the people are calling him the worthy captain America because he does Spoiler include, alert. Oh, yes. Spoiler alert. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to try to remember that. I like that. Spoiler alert. Um, He comes with Milner. Milner? Yeah, yeah. It's actually, it's kind of funny. It's it's cleverly hidden for spoilers uh, or for a spoiler-free action figure viewing uh, behind his shield. So you you can't see it very well when you're looking at the box, hmm. um, at least from what I can tell. Because again, I've not seen this in person. If I had, I wouldn't be whining about it. Um, but uh, they are hitting. Um, they are going for a good deal of money right now because again, like this was announced like a week ago, and they're already hitting shelves, which is pretty unheard of, um, unless you're Funko. <laughs> and so, um, you know, people are kind of going crazy trying to get a hold of it. It's it's pretty much hands down the best MCU Captain America that we've gotten. It comes with a Steve Rogers head that looks very good. You know, the likeness for Chris Evans is uh, is very good. Um, this is the first time. Uh, I don't know, maybe Endgame was also the first time, but this is the first time that we got kind of that scaling in the in the upper chest of the costume that is very classic Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's, it's definitely present here on this figure. Um, again, it's super awesome for him to have Thor's hammer. Um, he's got the shield. The only thing I would have really liked it if he came with two shields you know if he had the ripped shield that would have been really awesome um not a necessity because again when i think about displaying these guys and i've been you know like i talked about last episode i am trying to to piece together i'm putting together a team um 
part of a bigger universe. <laughs> yes. Um, and so I, I really want like the best or not even the best, but my favorite. That's that's where I keep coming. Like Thor is a really hard one for me because I feel like Ragnarok Thor was my favorite Thor. Mm-hmm. But visually speaking, Avengers was probably my favorite visual Thor. Um, but I can't decide. I don't know. I don't like like if I go Ragnarok Thor, it's got to be um, in the fight where he's got the helmet on because mm-hmm. I was like, yes, right, yes, that's, that's this, the is, this is the best. This is the best Thor, you know, Um, but I don't know. I, I can't decide yet because I do like long haired Thor a lot. And the other thing is, is like the end game and Infinity War Thors, they are the likenesses are bad really bad um so he's also one that i'm considering getting from diamond select i usually don't like mixing the two because diamond select is like is a seven inch scale versus the six inch scale Mm -hmm. but it's okay like hulk and thor i don't mind if they're bigger than everybody else you know they're kind of supposed to be you know um i did pick up black widow which i was very happy about again spoiler alert you know after the events uh of uh End game. I, I was very, uh, I was moved to get a Black Widow quickly. <laughs> um, and hers, like they, they did a really good job capture, capturing uh, Scarlett Johansson's likeness. That's good. Uh, and it's, I don't know, it's an interesting because again, you know, when you when I think about when I was originally starting this, and I was thinking, okay, I got to get so and so and so and so and so and so, like it keeps growing. You know, ultimately, in a perfect world, my collection will look like the end game <laughs> final battle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, for now, I'm just I'm trying to focus in on just the the OG guys. And then it's like, but every time I do that, I'm like, well, but then I got to get a Falcon. I got to get a Winter Soldier. And I got to get a Spider-Man. And I already have an Ant-Man. And, and I already have the Guardians of the Galaxy. And, and you know, <laughs> it just keeps keeps growing and growing and growing. Um, and then, like I said, the, like a lot of them, there are almost no, there was one single release of a Marvel legend in the Avengers style of Captain America. And it was a Walmart exclusive. And I don't think it had full articulation, uh, of a Marvel legend. It was, it was the right scale, but I think that it was maybe, uh, a little less than your, your, regular Marvel legend, uh, articulation. Mm. And again, the likeness wasn't really there, but the, the costume was, I, I going back through all the costumes, Avengers was my very favorite cap costume because it, it towed the line between comic book yeah, and, and real and, and real, like this is functional. Um, but again, like by the time you're in end game, he looks really fucking cool, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So this figure, you know, you guys can look at it at the link there. Um, it's, it's very detailed. Like I said, it's got the scaling on the chest and the shoulders. Um, the Steve Rogers head, like I said, looks, it's not a perfect representation, but it, it looks a lot like Chris Evans. Um, but this, this was like of the best, culmination of costumes you know it's mm-hmm. still got the world war uh to feel 
uh, but it's got the modern feel. You know, it's a little bit of everything. I, I like it a lot. Um, I like the dinginess of the shield. He's in the shit. You know, he's getting stuff done. Um, but again, you know, in a in a couple of years when they're still looking for an excuse to release Captain America figures, um, and they they re-release the one that's based on the Avengers. I'll probably buy that shit. <laughs> so, um, but until then, I really do want this one. I think this is, this is as good of a Captain America as there will ever be. Um, but again, I still feel kind of torn with the idea of when I display it, I will almost certainly want to display it with the helmet on. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, yeah, I think so. That's a good way. And so, like, do I really need this version? Like, I could get mm. almost this version right now for 20 bucks. This version is also only 20 bucks if I can find it in stores. I think that's going to be the key. If I find it in stores, I'm totally buying it. Hands down, no, no questions. But right now, the secondary market is going crazy because it just hit and it's not everywhere. So these suckers are going for like $80 a piece right now. I'm not paying figure. This is not a figure art, you know, mm-hmm. I am not paying more than figure arts money <laughs> for a figure that is, that should be 1999, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a good 1999, but it's, it's still just 1999. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm, I, I'm on the hunt. I almost got a Hulk today. I was so pissed. I got outbid at the last second. I'm going for Age of Ultron Hulk. That was, uh, although, yeah, okay. although I can't, like, again, like, it's because the ones that were coming out when Avengers hit, they hadn't nailed the Mark Ruffalo Hulk look in toys yet. It was really just a Hulk toy. And it's like, I definitely want these to look like the movie. And so uh, I'd like that, that one. There are two options. There's one that came out in a two pack with, the Hulk Buster armor, but he has the uh, the Scarlet Witch red eye going on, mm-hmm. and he's really angry. Uh, the other one, he's just moderately angry and no red eye, but he doesn't have hair in his chest, which is weird. <laughs> because the other one, they they did paint a detail of having hair in his chest. <laughs> so I don't I don't know. I'm, I that 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 is definitely not a. Uh, I'll make it or break it for me, but I don't, I don't love the red eye, you know, so I'm probably going to sh- keep shooting for the slightly less angry, no red eye age of Ultron Hulk. Um, and then, you know, I, I don't know what to do about Hawkeye because Hawkeye is just one of those characters that the, the, the point where I started caring about him is in Endgame. <laughs> But I don't feel good about just putting Ronan in the mix. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Ronan was never really an Avenger. <laughs> no, but he does. I mean, I'm trying to think of which Hawkeye costumes were the coolest. Well, and, uh, that's I wouldn't I wouldn't start there. <laughs> I would just say which Hawkeye costumes were the not worst. Hmm. <laughs> I liked I think I think it was Age of Ultron where he got like the the trench coat that had a little bit of purple in it you know that one's not bad oh yeah yeah Yeah, the long long outfit yeah you know that that's that's kind of traditional hawkeye um i don't know he's 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 kind of a 
He he will be either in a lot that I get or one of the last ones I pick up because, mm-hmm. again, I just can't bring myself to care. Uh, I did find uh, I was going through my office this uh, this weekend. I found most of my three and three quarter inch, um, you know, MCU figures. I got, I got a Nick Fury, which again I would really like a Nick Fury in the the six inch. Uh, I've got Hawkeye. I've got Scarlet or not Scarlet, which I've got uh, Black Widow. I bought the one figure of Thor where the, he had the helmet on <laughs> from his uh, his uh, kingly almost coronation or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and some uh, some brown pants Hulk. <laughs> Uh, and a Deadpool, but that's not a fish. That's not a movie Deadpool. That's just a regular Deadpool. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and I know, I, I know for a fact I have an Iron Man somewhere. Um, I don't think I ever got a cap though. Cause I distinctly remember, um, never finding a good three and three quarter inch cap. So I am going to get rid of these because now I'm collecting the six inch cap. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the the storm is picking up here. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm gonna thunder every few seconds now. So I think we're probably gonna wrap this one up. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find our website at jibcast.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com/slash structured gibberish. We're on Twitter at structured jib. I'm at underscore b so cool. Pat's at Green Lantern nine nine nine. And we're on uh, all the popularist podcast player website apps. We're on the apps. Find us on the apps. Search the apps store and uh, download all the apps and we're there. Do it. We'll we'll talk to you uh, some other time. Be sure to check out our review of X-Men coming someday soon (laughs) to save the day. In in the not-too-distant future. In the not-too-distant future. Bye. Bye.